Animal spirits have helped navigate relationships between myself and sides of my family of distant relatives. Um, and of course what I mean by animal spirits is the state of the spiritual being of an animal. So although actual ancestral healing um, is an area I don't really teach, but working with animal spirits in other shamanic or animistic ways is very healing. And this is an area I do have some experience in. Um, but I wanted to tell you about how, how this happened. For example, um, I mentioned one of the, the sides of my genetic family of origin is still a bit difficult for me to deal with. Um, when I say that, I mean like um, just certain issues and things like that. Not really, you know, actual people, but... However, after receiving ancestral healing uh, from various practitioners, including, uh, I wanted to mention Marissa Lovett at Celestial Tree, and she's also my co-founder of our Shamanic Earth Medicine Patreon, but after I received some healing, I was able to begin a healing process on a spiritual level that was absolutely unheard of prior to this prior to this time due to trauma. But really, I think one of the biggest areas that it really helped with was how the animal spirits fit into this is that in addition to a few frequently interacting with animal spirits, which um, are outside of my genetics. So when I say that, I mean like they were animal spirits and are animal spirits that I engage with um, from either the land I live on, which I'm not from originally. I'm an immigrant here, as many people in the United States are immigrants to this country but I engage with animal spirits from the land here and also from other areas on, on the earth. But, you know, in addition to those frequently interacting with animal spirits, all of a sudden a few key animal spirits from my own genetic background, you know, from my own ancestral um, past, uh, all of a sudden they were knocking at my door, so to speak. Um, I've even gotten comfortable with, in real life, in waking life, leaving offerings to this particular animal spirit, or, or in some cases, sometimes I'll, I have one or two um, that have kind of shown up uh, from my genetic background, and I'll leave some offerings to this and the other animal spirit associated with um, my genetics. Um, I think this is a step in the, you know, in a healing direction. Um, maybe it doesn't solve every issue in this area of, of the family that, you know, that I have with that side, or, you know, in, in some cases it's on both sides of the family. But, you know, any kind of offering I can do in real life or veneration, um, I can do to actively participate in some kind of spiritual relationship with the animal spirit ancestor is sure to affect some kind of healing in some way, shape, or form. 
if you think about that image that many people have heard about or seen or you know read about um, that you know the pebble in the in the stream creating ripples that that flows out you know if you one action creates a ripple effect and I think that's true in this case when you think about if you do one thing that's on a spiritual level where you're maintaining some kind of relationship with an animal spirit I think it has a ripple effect in other areas that's very positive um, plus an animal spirit from from one's ancestors you know you can this can also happen from outside of your you know ancestors but for what we're talking about right now right now um, an animal spirit from one's ancestors is especially helpful for protection as well as guidance so with that in mind um, I had had a few leaps in healing in regards to animal spirits especially in the area of protection and that's where I wanted to talk about something that I thought was kind of conflicting and I was listening to a very respected practitioner who I still respect this person um, but I was a little disappointed in them when they mentioned that there was no need for protection when practicing their particular tradition that they were talking about then in the following lecture, the next chapter over, the same person described some shamanic tools um, that they form relationships with um, and the advantages of having these tools is for grounding, uh, especially while, and I put this in quotes, traveling through you know, different levels of shamanic consciousness. So uh, this, I thought this was pretty contradictory in terms of messaging, um, but that's because I consider grounding, it's not the same as protection, but it's certainly something that you can do to, on your way to being protected. So that experience where I was listening to that and going, huh, you know, it made me wonder if throughout the world, including myself, if there's confusion about what various people mean by the word protection. You know, what do we really mean by that? And that's a pretty huge subject to tackle. Um, but one way to ensure protection in most traditions, and this is from what I've observed and read and participated in myself, is to engage with an animal spirit as a protector and this is important because when you deal with different worlds so for our purposes we've been talking about I've mentioned the upper world or the middle world or the lower world and it may be different in you know different areas you know maybe you're listening to this and thinking well that's not exactly how I operate that's okay, I, you know, there's so many different ways of perceiving consciousness, but either way, you're, at some point, you're shifting consciousness into another state, right? So while you're sh shamanic journeying or doing other kinds of shamanic work, the animal spirit is there to guide you and protect you from any um, hitchhiker energies, 
anything that can kind of um, get in your way um, or do worse. This isn't just for people who practice shamanism. This is also for anybody who is empathic or maybe you deal in some kind of psychic services um, where you're f very familiar with coming across some kind of unseen but yet unwanted foreign or hitchhiker energies that are they're not visible you know to the naked eye in the quote-unquote real world but they are very real and do affect one's body mind and spirit um, therefore you know even if you're venturing into a field such as like mediumship or psychic services of some sort or you know maybe even not even doing that maybe you're just somebody who's very very empathic and you're just trying to manage your life um, it, it I'm gonna throw this out there that it's very advisable to have an animal spirit relationship in place I think it's extremely important if you're gonna actually do actual um, shamanic work of course but I think it's also pretty important <clears throat> if you're going to do some kind of psychic service of some sort. So, <clears throat> I'm here to help you get to know your animal spirit family, which is a class that I'm going to be offering uh, very soon. And this will include a guided shamanic journey to meet your personal animal spirit so you can experience what this feels like for you. And in addition to that, you'll get a 20-plus page PDF booklet with journal prompts, um, some frequently asked questions, as well as a complete written form of the class. And you'll also be able to ask me questions um, as there will be a, a dedicated Facebook group. Uh, the details are forthcoming in terms of like time and date and everything, but I encourage you to sign up uh, it's, I'll post the link tree uh, link in the description here. And also want to mention, um, I have a Patreon with Marissa Lovett called Shamanic Earth Medicine. And we've been in operation for at least three years. And we teach about a lot of different uh, animistic and shamanistic topics. Some of them are about uh, shamanic journeying. Some of them are about heathenry, sacred tobacco, plant spirit wisdom, and uh, weather working as well, um, among other things. And if you'd like to join us at the Patreon, you can join for as little as a dollar per month, which will get you at least one video per month, or sometimes two videos per month. The $5 per month level is you get to participate in a monthly ceremony through Zoom with either one of us. We, we alternate. Um, the most recent ceremony, Marissa did a ceremony for Pachamama Day, uh, also known as Lamas, if you practice uh, paganism of some sort. And that was on August 1st, and that was absolutely gorgeous. And then uh, I'll do a candle blessing ceremony in September. So that'll be our next ceremony and that's for five dollars a month and then for fifteen dollars per month you get pretty much everything I'm you know everything I mentioned beforehand as well as you get an intuitive reading 
where we ask uh, our helping spirits a question on your behalf. Plus you get additional access to uh, additional classes, uh, free access to classes, as well as other benefits. So I'll put in the description uh, the details for how to sign up for the Animal Spirit class. Um, and I'll also have my YouTube channel down there if you'd like to check out some of my free videos. Um, also, uh, my link tree has a lot of free stuff on it too, as well as like finding out what your animal spirit archetype is. That's a quiz I have on there that might be of interest if you're interested in finding out if you identify as an animal or plant spirit archetype. And um, until next time, I wish you well and blessings.